0: On Point, a podcast from XNAV where you'll learn how digital dentistry and X Guide navigation can help you do more, better. Our expert guests will discuss real ways that dental surgeons are using X Guide today and inspire you to see where digital dentistry with navigation is going. Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Point, a podcast from XNAV. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today, we have the privilege of speaking to Dr. Munir Iskandar to learn more about his incredible career and the technologies that he employs. So Dr. Iskandar, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of On Point. Let's start off here. I want to learn more about your career and your journey into uh, what it is that you do because you're a certified restorative and cosmetic dentist and surgical prosthodontist with education and training in Cairo, Egypt. And I would love to hear more about just the fascinating journey that you took into the dental implant field. I graduated
1: in 1998 from dental school. And um, at that time, the uh, dental implants was nothing more than just a small chapter in the oral surgery book. Not too much resources, not too much information about it, but it was enough to catch my attention to see like, I like this one. I want to learn more about it. But as I mentioned, like more than 20 years ago, wasn't that much information about this one. Um, After I graduated, I joined my oral surgery training, and uh, I practiced for a few years as an oral surgeon in Egypt. Then I moved to the United States in 2004. I tried to join oral surgery program to continue this um, journey, but it was hard to get acceptance being foreign graduate at this time but I didn't want to lose too much time and I want to start dental implants. So I joined PROS program, Prosodontic program. This was an in, uh, IUPUI, uh, Indiana University. And we were lucky, it was focused good about dental implants restoration. And that makes, uh, makes me feel good about it. But on the same time, the more we are getting cases and more we are restoring, I see, you know what? This implant, if it's placed this way, would be better than if placed this way that make like ignition to my mind that I want to place my implants myself. I want to do it this way so I can restore it the way I want it and I want to look at it. So once I graduated from the uh, PROS program, I, um, being an oral surgeon originally, to learn the surgical protocol of dental implant wasn't hard at all and it was easy for me to join this one. Uh, I worked as an associate for one year, then I opened my own practice and within a few years, my practice was fully transformed to 100% dental implant practice. When I place my implants, I have my own lab to do this implants. I restore my implants. I have it all. Like th- That made me put the implant as I mentioned earlier, the way I wanted to see it in my family's mouth, my own jaw, if I have to put an implant. So that was my journey to get to the implant world.
0: Excellent stuff. So yeah, I know that you also do quite a bit of training and educational programs as well to teach other dentists about dental implants and the restorative process uh, in addition to everything else you do. So what are some of the top things that you want every surgeon who is new to dental implants to know? Of course,
1: after training how to place implant or this kind of basic protocols and um, one of the most important things to learn your own implant system. There are a lot of dental implant systems out there, all great, but you just need to know what dental implant system you are using. Mm -hmm. They are different in the sequence of drills. They are different on the restorative part. They are different of the tie base, high length, all these things. So it's very important for you to know when you plan your implant, plan it in a certain way that it can be restored correctly. Always try to plan it prosthetic backwards. For me, for example, I use my own dental implant system. I know where exactly to put it because I know what abutment or type I have to put it on this particular position to be restored this way. This is very important. Know your system. Because sometimes you can place an implant perfectly fine, but this system cannot be restored this way. It, it was better to be placed different system. I'm not sure if, if the idea is there or not. One more important thing that... Me, myself, was old, like I wasn't really taking care much about it in the beginning, which is soft tissue management. Soft tissue management around the implant is very crucial and important for the this device. Uh, some people say implant is just a piece of titanium uh, inside the bone, but no. Bone and soft tissue and the implant are one team device that have to be all work together. Learning your system, Learn your restorative part. Respect the soft tissue around the implant. These are three major factors that you have to really look at it.
0: I really like that answer. And, and one of the other things that, that I wanted to ask you, and it kind of relates to some of the things you, you discussed there, is that as I looked at your career, one of the things that really stood out to me was that you always pursued knowledge and always wanted to continue to grow and, and learn new things and build upon the things that you had, already, you had already learned. Is that in an important attitude for people in your position or people that aspire to do similar things to what you've done to possess, right? That, that hunger for knowledge and to continue to improve and get better.
1: Exactly. So I, I don't want to be funny here, but really, I consider dental implants like one of my dearest friends. The more you know your friend, the more you treat your friend well, the more you spend time with your friend, the more it will give you the same. So the more I learn about implants, the more I invested and spend time looking and searching and um, and bringing very nice technology toys to my friend, the more I see the good result, outstanding things that I would love to see always in every single uh, case I do.
0: Yeah, that, I, I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it and a really important thing to, to think about because like you mentioned, like a friendship is a reciprocal thing. The better that you treat your friends, the more that you get out of that friendship. And it, it seems to be similar to you with, with the way that you approach implants is that um, the more that you've invested your time and your energy and your resources into this, the more that it's given back to you as well. And so I think that's a, that's a really great way to, to think about it.
1: Like I, I, I will tell you something in, in, in this sequence, for example, like if we are talking about improving yourself in dental implants, it's long road. Okay. For, for example, I started having my CBCD. Okay. Now I have this CT scan machine to study the bone. Then there is the intraoral scanner to really scan the tissues. Great. Let's go one step further. 3D picture for the patients, not not static pictures like now. I'm joining the bone to the soft tissue to the uh, to the face, three dimensional. Through like uh, there are a lot of uh, cameras 3D out there uh, from Zirconzan, from uh, ProFace, uh, bellows whatever. After you put these three dots together, now I got the XNAF. So now after I planned everything. I wanted to place it the way I want it to look like. So now XNAV came in place. I placed the implant. Great. Second step, patient is coming back for the impression. You can take intraoral scan for, for multiple implants. But if you want to add more knowledge and more technology, I added the ICAM, which is another piece. Great. Then I send this to my lab. The lab, of course, gets something pre-designed from the beginning. So their, their work is much easier. And then they give me a very nice piece of milled restoration. The best moment for any dentist, when you put this piece of restoration in the mouth and you don't have to touch it. Just right there. No adjustment needed. To add more to this one, I have, for example, the tech scan. Something technique um, occlusal analysis for the occlusion. So make sure that even, I know that's, the accuracy is down to microns. I'm confirming this with this tech scan. Imagine I've been through all this one. You are happy as a clinician. Like you get something beautiful. And you added new uh, happy patient to your practice.
0: Unvaluable. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's, that's a great way of putting it. And as you were answering that question, you, uh, you led me right where we wanted to go. And that was to talk about technology, because that's an important part of your practice. And, and you walked through some of the technologies you used uh, on a daily basis. But I was wondering if, if you could share some of your favorite technologies in your daily practice that you use.
1: I would not say favorite because like, I love them all,
0: <laughs> to be honest. They're like children, right? Uh, you can't pick a favorite yeah, child. Like,
1: if, if, you, like, if you see now, each one of them has its own role in the process. Mm-hmm. Right? But to start, let's say, the shell of the house for me is the CT scan, the CBCT, and my XNAP. These two, you design and plan. All the other things I mentioned are adds on to improve, to to get to the next level, next level, and so forth. But for me, in my practice, two things that I can't work without. The XNAV and the CT scan. This two, see, like for now, I look to the, to my uh, XNAP as if uh, I'm looking to myself years ago, how we were living without smartphones, for example. <laughs> impossible. Right. You might not really feel the need of it or the importance of it until you use it and you really see yourself how I was living without this piece before. It's just impossible.
0: That's a great point. I, I think it's it's hard for many of us to imagine what life would be like uh, without a cell phone these days. And so that's a that's a great way to describe it. Now, you've done hundreds of cases using the X-Guide Dynamic Surgical Navigation System. Tell us about your experience and expertise in this field and how you knew that this particular technology was, was right for you.
1: When I start doing my implants, of course, you want accuracy. But for me, the static surgical guides didn't give me really what I want. It's no freedom. You can't feel the bone while drilling. You can't do any kind of maneuvering if, if there's anything uh, didn't go as planned or overseen uh, during the surgery at planning time. So it's, this static uh, guidance wasn't really helpful for, for me at all. I, I didn't like it that much. Second thing for me, I was always dreaming one day that while I'm doing this drilling of the uh, of the, uh, for, for the implant, if I can see this drill, where it's going. Okay, I understand. I put the implant and I, I take X-ray to verify my position. But even this verification is no more than two-dimensional verification. I was really dreaming by where I can find a real-time process that I see where the drill is going while I'm doing it, in fact. Mm-hmm. By doing research and uh, looking at a magazine, I found something called XNAV. And I read about it. I said, "Yes, that's it. That's what I really looking for." It didn't take me too much time really to to buy it. Once I really knew what it is, I was in. And ever since, any single implant I place, uh, front, back, aesthetically challenging, sinus lift, pterygoids implants, which is most of the clinician placing the pterygoid implants, kind of more of guessing to to the to the path because you can even You can take x-ray for it while you are placing it. You just like find out after uh, the surgery, the field scan, it was good or bad. With the XNAV, all this error is gone. Uh, Even planning for for, uh, zygomatic implants. I'm just telling every single procedure that I, I was dreaming to have, now I can do it with this XNAV
0: that's uh that that's a fantastic answer and I, I I really enjoyed hearing your response there and I'm also curious just when you come across new technologies how do you evaluate them to know whether or not that this is something that that you could work into your practice and into the way that you do things uh, do you have a, a way that you kind of evaluate whether or not a new technology will work for you or not yes like
1: if I have new technology I have to, to I have to make sure that this new technology, answer a few questions. Mm-hmm. First question is, is this new technology addition, like something that will add to me, or is just another piece of equipment that will do the same procedure, but just different way? This is very important. Right. Second thing, will it be more convenient to the patient, more comfortable, add more um, good experience to the patients? Let's agree on this one. The dental chair time for any patient is the least pleasant time for any person to have so we don't want to make it worse make it easier for example with with like for xnav doing xnav make a lot of surgeries more conservative you don't really have to open flap a lot of procedure now we can do it flapless mm. same like going the style of uh, laparoscopy um, in medicine so you see it without really opening too much this is very important other thing is it user-friendly or no because if you buy something that your assistant doesn't like or are not willing to help you out, it will end up as if you are buying an uh, expensive piece of furniture to your office, and even unused. This is very bad. So it's very important it to be user-friendly because the implant procedure is a teamwork between me and my assistants, the workflow, the harmony. All of them need to like the workflow and to like the device we are working with. Otherwise, it will be very tough to impose it to your assistance. One important thing also is: uh, is it reasonably priced or just outrageous, like uh, too much? Sometimes, okay, it's it's beautiful, but it's too much to add it to the cost of the procedure. Let's be realistic; we can't really go that far.
0: Right, it has to be reasonable.
1: So when you do it, yes, I'm adding more accuracy and adding more, but with a reasonable, affordable price. Just be reasonable of what
0: we're doing. I really like where you were talking about it, it needs to make sense with the workflow and with the rest of the staff because you're right some of the best pieces of technology end up as uh, just being dust collectors for many people because they didn't fit into the way that that people like to work and uh, weren't comfortable for everyone throughout the workflow to handle and to use and so that's that's a really great point to bring up um, just that it has to it has to match how everyone likes to work and and, and keep things consistent. So that that makes a lot of sense to me. So, Dr. Iskandar, before we let you go today, and before we wrap up this episode, is there any other information you'd like to share with your patients, your colleagues, or anybody else in the XNAV audience?
1: I was hoping to give good news or charming, but I'm sorry to frustrate you with this one. <laughs> really, like, it's very, very hard for anybody to say I'm on the top of the technology nowadays. I'm having the latest of the latest, because this... Statement will be, will not be relevant or or, or valid for more than a few weeks or a few months at most. Every week, every month, we have new device coming up. We have new technology coming up. We have new software. It's very hard to keep up with. So, I'm just my advice to my colleagues: um, if you are waiting really for the next equipment to come or for the next software to come, you will wait in your life doing nothing. Hmm. Just get yourself together jump into the train and move on because there is no other way to really keep up with technology these days. But not to make it that dark, also I want to say something good that I believe that we, and when I say we, it means me, my my technicians, my assistants, my patients, my uh, uh, colleagues in the field, we are very lucky because this equipment that we have these days that weren't available just a few years ago, few years ago, make our life just different. The way we see things, the way we perform things, it's just totally different. And I'm sure there are a lot to come, but what we have right now is enough to, to, to say that we are definitely lucky of what we have from technology.
0: Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff and a, and a fantastic interview. Dr. Munir Iskandar of Radiance Dentistry. Dr. Iskandar, thank you so much for joining us here on On Point today and sharing your expertise and your insights with us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning into this episode of On Point. For more episodes like this, make sure to subscribe and stay up to date with the latest from XNEV. But for this one, for my guest today, Dr. Iskandar, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.